Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Giselle of the Health Up Times Square in Balancholic. Joining us, good afternoon, Giannalise. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you are, you're very welcome to the programme. Um, and how are you doing? Are you still open? Are you open morning we're times? We're still open yeah. and we're hoping to go back to full-time hours pretty soon. Great. So I'm, I'm hearing that some small businesses around me are starting to open. So the lovely cafe that's next to me here in Balancholic, Good for the Soul, it's good to give them a shout out. Yeah. They're great and very healthy. So they'll be starting tomorrow back and next, um, just doing takeaways and then next week hopefully back to some kind of food service. So it's lovely to see the country get back to itself. A little bit of normality, a little yeah. bit of normality. So at the moment you're just, your mornings, is it? At the moment we are closing at 2pm, but Two, okay. hopefully by the end of the week um, we'll be, we'll be um, opening full-time hours again. Okay. And by the way, for anybody who's in and around Ballincollig, you've got some BioCare. Products. Absolutely. I've got some lovely products that I had forgotten um, they had given me for giveaway to my customers. So I have some I've a lovely joint support product from BioCare, which is a really, really nice quality product. And I've got um, six glucosamine sulfate uh, products from Patrick Halford to give away. So the first seven people that come in and they tell me that they're all bockety, they'll all get one of the products. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, let's get straight into uh, questions. Um, what This is from Anne. What is the best time to stop drinking tea or indeed water before going to bed? Because I'm fine, I'm getting up to go to the toilet two, sometimes three times during the night. Don't have any kind of a kidney infection or any urinary tract infection, but just the need to go to the loo. Should I be limiting the liquids Anne wants to know and from what time? Yeah, well, I suppose you'll have to play around with it. Probably from six o'clock onwards, everybody's bladder is very different. And as we get older, our bladders and our ability to hold on to large quantities in our bladder will become less. I know that some people will take a cup of coffee up to bed with them at night and they won't have to get up to go to the loo, nor will it keep them awake. And then some people need to stop drinking caffeine at three o'clock in the afternoon. So caffeine would, you know, in, increase the number of times that you will have to go to the toilet. So if you do want to have a cup of tea later in the evening, maybe go for a non-caffeinated option and then make sure you go to the loo before you go to bed and you might make it through the whole night. But caffeine definitely increases the frequency of times you'll need to visit the loo. So cutting that out from six o'clock onwards, you'll just have to experiment in terms of volume yourself. Okay. Hi. Um, would Annalise, what could she suggest, please, for sleep uh, due to menopause? I haven't slept for over a week. Oh, my God. To have interrupted yeah, sleep is dreadful. 
Yeah, it's desperate and waking up with the night sweats as well is horrible. And then, of course, you're waking up and you're exhausted. So that makes the anxiety symptoms of menopause worse and the mood worse and everything. So getting a good night's sleep is just so important, I think, to everything in life. Now, there's a couple of things that you could try immediately for the sleep. Um, the Dr. Vogel brand do a Dormesan, D-O-R-M-E-S-A-N product um, for sleep. That is a blend of valerian and hops. And that helps kind of calm I suppose the whole nervous system down at the night time to give you a kind of a calm and good sleep it doesn't make you groggy or sleepy so you could try that immediately but the key really here is to manage the menopause symptoms and I think that taking a plant-based hormone is often the best way to rebalance the body it's a natural version of HRT basically now this wouldn't be suitable for anyone who has family history of cervical or breast cancer but is generally safe for everybody else to take and different health shops will have different ones Dr. Vogel do one called uh, Menopause Support. Uh, I have an excellent one in here by a company called BioNutri. Um, Dr. Marilyn Glenville has her own product that has those plant estrogens in there along with a few other things. So try those and you need to do it for at least four to six weeks and you should see sleep improve, sweats improve, mood improve. It should help improve across the board. It will pass. It will pass, but it's, it's, it's difficult. And I think, I think people, generally speaking, are sleeping sleep patterns seem to be all over the place I think so Patricia I think it's down to first and foremost lack of routine and I think a lot of anxiety as well about what's happening at the moment so that Dr Vogel remedy will work very well but one of my absolute favourites is the Dr Delish Claire Relax Blend and that can be taken as well throughout the day and it is brilliant for when you're going through a stressful time Um, another product that's nice too if you're finding that your anxiety is rising throughout the day um, is the L-theanine it's uh, capital L and then it's spelled T-H-E-A-N-I-N-E. And Viridian do a nice product with lemon balm. So if you can't get your hands on the Dr. Delish Claire one, the Relax Blend, that L-theanine, the Viridian one is a lovely one because it kicks in fairly quickly. So if you feel your anxiety rising, you can take it and it should calm you down within the space of 15 minutes. Okay, I need to take calcium for osteoporosis, says a listener. I hate the, is it Kilichi? Caliche ones. Yes. C- could I take calcium and magnesium tablets, the Terra Nova instead? Yes, that's a lovely one. And a lot of reason people don't like the normal calcium that they get in the pharmacies is that it's calcium carbonate, which is effectively chalk. So people will find that it makes them nauseous. It's very hard to absorb. Some people find that it upsets their stomachs. So the um, calcium citrate or calcium biglycinate are t- um, th- some of the best forms to take they tend not to upset the stomach and they're much better absorbed so the Terra Nova one is a lovely brand to take and there are other complete bone complexes that you can get but what you're looking for is something that has calcium citrate or calcium biglycinate and those are the ones that won't upset, upset your stomachs. Catherine says I've got an itchy dry scalp and sometimes it almost feels like something's crawling in my hair by the way I've checked it isn't it isn't hair yeah. lice or anything like that that my hair is perfectly clean but the itch at times can be unreal how can you stop an itchy scalp yeah I suppose the, I mean she doesn't say whether it's dry or flaky or anything just yeah, yeah no itchy yeah. dry scalp it's dry it's dry so it is dry the first thing I always think of, Patricia, when I hear of dry scalp is um, not as a kind of a reaction allergic to sodium laurel sulfate, which you find in most shampoos. Even the shampoos that say that they're very gentle, even the baby shampoo, the Johnson's baby shampoo, it's a foaming agent. And a lot of people actually do react to it. It's also what I recommend cutting out in the toothpaste as um, 
when people suffer from mouth ulcers because that's another sign of being allergic to sodium lauryl sulfate. So go to this, the health shop and get a natural shampoo that doesn't have it in there. One of the loveliest ones that I've found is the Salcura um, Omega Rich Shampoo. The Omegas are lovely for a very dry scalp and there's no chemicals or sodium lauryl sulfate in there. And if that doesn't do the job, it could be maybe a little bit of fungal dandruff, in which case using a product like Citricidal, which is grapefruit seed extract, put in with your shampoo will get rid of the fungus on your scalp that could be causing the itch. Okay, and Sinead has what she describes as a lot of phlegm. She can't, she just doesn't seem to be able to. She's taken an, a, a lot, taken different stuff, is what she said for it, uh, but it's still coming back and she just can't seem to shake it. So I don't know what that could be from now, Patricia, whether it's a lingering cold, whether she's producing a lot of phlegm because there's a huge amount of birch pollen at the moment. So people who don't even often suffer from hay fever might be feeling a bit extra phlegmy at the moment. Um, or if it is um, a, a year-long problem that she suffers from all the time. So there are herbs that can help dry up mucus, things like uh, bayberry, ivy, thyme, plantago. These are always really good to get rid of mucus production, uh, albeit whether it's from a cold or whether it's from an allergy. It's, it's good for overproduction, but it's not going to take care of the problem. It'll just help, you know, manage the symptoms. So here, I suppose, it's about trying to figure out why are you producing a lot of mucus and try and avoid the allergen or avoid the food if it's a food-based intolerance that's causing the overproduction. Okay, and finally, I don't know if you can offer advice here. Jill says, my partner suffers from Crohn's disease. Uh, He's still working. He has to drive 40 minutes to work at the moment. All public toilets are closed. He's actually considering quitting his job over the embarrassment of it all. I'm wondering, Jill is wondering, is anybody else in the same situation are they and how are they uh, coping? But uh, she's also wondering, could somebody come up with some kind of a special pass that you get into public bathrooms uh, with the circumstances? That's very difficult, isn't it, for people with Crohn's? When you need to go, you need to go. It's it's awful. It's and it's very stressful for actually anybody who who can't make it um into toilets. You know, people with IBS as well. Um, and all the time, Patricia, even people, I think it does affect people's ability to go out and about a normal daily life when they're not sure if they can make it to bathrooms. So I I don't really have any magic answer here, but there are a couple of things that might help with him with the frequency. The first thing is I would definitely try the Alflorex probiotic that's um, been developed here in Cork. That can help a lot with people who suffer from diarrhea. It's spelled A-L-F-L-O-R-E-X and you'll get it not just in health shops but in pharmacies. And the second thing that can work very well is something called psyllium husk. It's a type of fibre that can help with either constipation or diarrhea because it'll help soften out a hard stool but it'll bring form to a very loose stool and it might just reduce the, the urgency and the frequency to need to go to the toilet. So um, you'll buy psyllium husk in any health shop. You'll either get it as just plain psyllium husk or you can get it in a product called Lepicol, L-E-P-I-C-O-L, which you might also find in a pharmacy. Okay, and and, and it is tough and one that you don't think about. There are no public toilets um, uh, and hotels and cafes that people normally would pop into. And even garages or something. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, listen, have a good week and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Patricia. Thanks a million for joining us. Annalise Drissel of the Health Hub, Times Square in Ballancolleg.